Welcome to the Mind Your Confidence podcast. My name is Jenny Gaper. I'm so thrilled that you are here. This podcast is dedicated to empowering, supporting millennial women. I am a millennial woman. My goal is to equip us with easy to process mindset concepts, confidence building tools, daily self-care practices, and real stories so that we are able to nurture confidence, vulnerability, and bravery in our relationships, career, and well-being. Are you ready? Let's do it. What's going on, my kitten caboodles? Hello. We are here to talk about joy. Today we're talking about joy. I'm so excited because I think there's a lot of pressure around joy and happiness that we don't really talk about, and I got a lot to say. Let's talk about joy, let's talk about happiness, and let's talk about romanticizing your life. Joy and happiness feel very elusive, similar to confidence. They feel like things that are unattainable, unapproachable, and can make a lot of people feel defeated. There is so much pressure in our society to wake up and feel joyful, wake up and feel happy. And then we are sold products, experiences to ensure that we achieve this dream of being happy, joyful people. But here is the thing. Having the mindset of waking up to be joyful and happy every single day is going to set you up for failure. Yeah, I said it. Mm -hmm. The goal in life, in my opinion, is not to be joyful and happy. I know. It sounds... Weird. No one's probably ever told you that before. <laughs> well, let me let me tell you why. Okay. So if I wake up and I'm like, today I'm going to be joyful. Today I'm going to be happy. And then something awful happens. Of course, I'm not going to be happy if my goldfish dies. Of course, I'm not going to be happy if I get laid off. So all these things happen and I don't actually end up being happy because life threw some curveballs at me. And now I am believing that happiness is even more unattainable for me and that it's not for me. And so I live in a even worse place, which is less than. I'm not worthy of these things or I'm not doing something right. I'm not enough. Therefore, I can't be happy. And so we use all of these days that don't end up being joyful and happy as proof that we just that won't happen for us. And then we look for people that seem joyful and happy on Instagram or TikTok. And we're like, damn, she's really joyful and happy. Maybe I should buy that ring that she's wearing because that that's probably what did it. Or I should do my hair the way she does. Or I should set up my videos in the same way. Or I should use that filter. Or I should go to that same place because she looks like she's really happy and joyful. So it must exist. But I still haven't been able to achieve it. And then it just drives this crazy anxiety in us this like low level energy that we operate from desperation that we're trying to get something that we think we're not worthy of or that we can't have. I'm telling you right now, the girl on Instagram, the person on Instagram that looks really joyful and happy, who knows if they're joyful and happy? And if they are, wonderful. But if you wake up with the goal of being joyful and happy every day, I'm telling you, life is going to be Miz. So this is what I recommend instead. Wake up and decide how you want to feel around your values. So instead of joy and happiness, my intention or word might be impact. Impact doesn't always have a joyful feeling, can be all of the feelings, 
But impact is so deeply connected to my core that waking up feeling like, okay, today's about impact. I feel freaking fired up. I even feel fired up saying that right now. So yeah, I'm going to choose impact. And you know what? When I'm making an impact, there's a lot of joy. A lot of joy shows up. There's also a lot of other emotions, but I'm not relying on joy to feel connected, empowered, to take action, and to feel like I'm worthy. Other intentions, other words, other goals you can set besides joy and happy are connection. This week's going to be all about connecting, connecting to my people. It could be about community. It could be love. No matter what happens, if someone cusses me out at the grocery store because I actually ran into them, I'm just going to, you know, my word this week is love. I'm going to meet that person with love. I don't know what's going on in their life. Meet them with love. And then you start operating as the person that feels really damn good to be. And let me tell you, that feeling is better than happy. That feeling is better than joy because you are living your true, authentic, real human experience. You're allowing all the emotions that are part of your human experience instead of hiding from them and fearing them. You're aligned with your values and what you want to prioritize. And you are empowered as a person because the things that you want, you can make happen. You can make impact happen. You can make connection happen. You can make love happen. Love can be with your doggy or the mailman or your favorite pair of jeans. I'm wearing my favorite pair of jeans that I wear all the time. They feel like sweatpants. So I just focus on love. If joy and happiness are just not working for y'all, don't pick joy and happiness. Find a word, find a goal, find an intention that works for you. Growth, love, connection, community, passion, enthusiasm, anything. Pick a word, find a word, and I tell you, your day is going to feel exponentially better than what joy and happy will ever feel because that is something you're just going to chase your whole life and feel like it's never enough and that you're never doing it right and that you're you're just messed up because you can't seem to achieve it like everyone else. But trust me, it's a feeling just like every other feeling in our human emotion spectrum. And I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> There's other emotions I like better. Secondly, with joy and happiness, there's so much fear around it. I find that when my clients or myself overcome these wild and crazy obstacles that they end up self-sabotaging unknowingly to go back to old patterns because they're so afraid of this like happy, joyful, less stressful, not surviving all the time place. When you're not having to survive every second and you have more capacity and energy and time, you're like, okay, so now this is where the world fucking ends. <laughs> you're like, and now piano is going to drop on my head. You start thinking that like, okay, where's that fucking shoe that's going to drop from the sky? All the shoes. You're not used to it. And so you self-sabotage so that you can be focused on surviving again and you go back to old habits. You might be like, damn. I've done that a lot. It's okay. Me too. All good. You're safe here. Here's the thing. When you're growing, it's not a linear one-way street. I always say that like, if you end up reverting back to old habits, you're doing it right because it is part of the process. Going backwards is part of moving forwards. So it's not even like something that I stress about or worry about. I'm like, oh yeah, I did that. Okay, good. Now I see what happened. Okay, good. I'm mm -hmm. implement 
try again, get up, let's go. And I just get back to it instead of being like, oh, I knew I couldn't do this or why am I such a failure? That is not helpful. That is not going to move you forward. That is not going to get you any closer to your goal. Reason so many people do not statistically do not reach their goals is not because of their capabilities. Do you know what it is? It's because they decided to quit is why so many people don't reach their goals. So every time you have a setback and you're like, well, see, can't do it. You are setting yourself up so easily to want to quit. And when you quit, of course you don't achieve your goal. That's the only way not to. But if you're like, oh, I'll try again. There is only one way. You're going to get there. You are going to get there. Might take you longer than you wanted, but you'll get there. So every time you have a step back, think of it as a step forward. It is the same exact thing. It's just a little dance to dance. Moving back, moving forward, moving back, moving forward. Don't use it as evidence that you're not capable because if you want to quit, here's the truth. If you want to quit, that's a lot easier. Thrown in the towel is just a lot easier because then you don't have to deal with the feeling of failure, the feeling of questioning yourself, the doubt, all of the fear that comes up when you fall backwards. When I have no idea what the hell I'm doing and I'm back 10 steps again, I'm like, God damn it. It's so much easier to quit in that moment and just be like, well, I don't know. I can't do it. Yeah, much easier than facing myself and having to do the work to believe in myself. Much easier to not believe in myself and give up than it is to do the work, believe in myself, try again, push myself, and build that resilience, build that inner strength, build that confidence to keep myself going. And that, to me, is the win. It's like you don't even need to get to the goal, but if you're able to do that every single time, do you know what's going to happen to your life and to yourself? You are going to be like the Hulk. (laughs) It's a feeling that feels so damn good because as humans, it's like we want to get to this point, whether we admit it or not, where life just kind of feels easy. I'm telling you right now, expectations like joy and happy is the same. It's like, no, that's never going to happen ever. So this like back and forth, back and forth is life. Like that's the ride. And so you either accept it and you go for it or quit and you give up and you say, okay, well, I'm just going to chill here and then settle for things that quote are comfortable, but I'm actually never comfortable because the comfortable things for me are not for me and I'm unhappy. So while the ride of doing the work and showing up and pushing for more and striving to be the person that you know you can be and achieve the things that just make you feel so confident and powerful and strong, that's a much harder road. But it's fucking worth it. (laughs) It is worth it. I swear on my life. If you just decide not to give up, that's the only thing you have to do, you're going to be great. You can sit in your pity parties. You can have bad days. You could want to give up, but giving up is not an option. And I'm telling you, when you decide that, like that's not even, that's a non-negotiable, that's not an option, not in here, no, 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 then you are making a new way of living, creating new neural pathways in your brain. You're creating new behaviors, new habits that are going to fire so much faster. So again, your resiliency to bounce back up and try again is going to feel like a lot less effort. And so while the journey is still challenging, it's not 
challenging in the way that it used to be. So for example, like let's say 10 years ago, setting a boundary was really, really hard because for me, it was really, really hard. And I had to set boundaries with my family and it felt like the freaking world was ending and I was shaking in my boots. Oh, I think I just like hysterically cried through the whole process and felt all the feelings and felt all the guilt. And I, and I did it. And you know what? Feeling all the guilt and feeling all the feelings and crying and shaking and all that was part of doing it. And so that's what it took. And today I can set a boundary with someone and not even think about it and then just go get some coffee, right? So whatever is challenging and so emotionally, mentally, energetically, like a roller coaster consuming, it's all consuming. Great. That is the strength you're building to learn a skill develop a skill in yourself to be able to use again on the next challenge and the next challenge and the next challenge and getting so comfortable with it that you're not paralyzed by your own fear of, oh, I can't handle this. So I love the image of a lion and a mouse. So I'll say to my clients, don't forget you're the lion. And when you feel really scared and you feel really inferior and you feel so overwhelmed by life, whether it's something involving work, like you're having imposter syndrome, you have so much on your plate, you feel like you need to impress people to belong, you start feeling smaller and smaller and smaller and the work and people's opinions of you, they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so it's like being a lion thinking that you're a mouse. You have no idea how powerful you are. You know, no idea how strong you are. You've lost all sense of might and strength, and confidence, and you feel very, very small. When you feel very, very small, and you're hanging out with other lions thinking that you're a mouse, that's freaking scary, right? So every time I start feeling small, I'm like, you're a lion. You're a goddamn lion. And I remember that like shitty days and things that I can't, you know, control and all these things happening around me, They don't have to be bigger than me. And that visual of being something so much bigger than all my problems is something that I've developed from this skill of not giving up, using every single challenge, all of the setbacks, all of the emotional, mental, physical exertion to push through has made me a bigger and bigger lion and reminds me almost instinctively like your neural pathways, it becomes instinctive and you don't have to do the work in situations that used to overwhelm me, like now don't. So again, it's not ever a perfect road, but it's a road that continues to stay challenging, but you become so much more well-equipped, intelligent, emotionally, mentally, self-aware, and you have the tools because you've done it before to handle anything that comes your way. And to me, that's a lot better than joy and happiness because joy and happiness is I'm just sitting here hoping the universe doesn't just throw me another hardball and hit me right in the head or joy and happiness comes with a lot of fear because people are like, okay, when's the next thing coming? Instead of being like, I can find joy and happiness in the trenches of doing the work because the joy and the happiness comes from trusting myself, showing up, getting knocked down and believing in myself that I can handle it. Can I get a name, man? Amen. Amen. So with all of that, focusing on words that empower you over joy and happiness and embracing every single emotion and the wild roller coaster ride 
instead of expecting perfection, joy, happy, pina coladas, living on an island of bliss all the time. It's going to set you up for a very, very fulfilling life. Very fulfilling and actually probably joyful life, funny enough. Lastly, I want to talk about ways that can influence more of a positive, joyful headspace. We can set ourselves up for success. You know, when when we're feeling like shitballs, it's important to look at, okay, is everything in my life around me setting me up for success in the way that I want to feel? If you're not setting boundaries, you're overworking yourself, you're not sleeping, you're drinking too much, and you're feeling like really low, and then you start believing that something's wrong with you because you're not getting the results that you want, well, it's also important to take accountability and responsibility and say, well, am I setting myself up for success? Knowing that the road is already hard, am I making that road harder? Am I self-sabotaging my success by making it impossible so I want to give up and I choose to give up and then I don't have to show up and do the work? That could be true. And if that's true, I've done that too. But it's important to have those self-awareness moments, be honest, be transparent with yourself, be so compassionate and loving and empathetic with yourself and say, is drinking every night getting me to the goal that I want? Is it setting me up for success and the life that I want? Yes or no? Hell yes or hell no. And it's just being super honest about your holistic life, like everything that you do from what you eat, how you sleep, the people you hang out with, what you do with your time, using all of those tools to support you, to protect you and hold you when life gets hard. And if you don't have that when life gets hard, you are, again, making it so much easier to quit. Failure, yeah, it's going to happen. It happens to all of us. If you fail, you got that. That's okay. But giving up, you're giving yourself such an easy in to say, ah, can't do it. Got to go. If you have a space that you can go to that's so supportive and loving from the people, from everything that you do, like you're going to help keep yourself on the path. You're going to help push yourself forward. It's going to be so much easier and you're going to feel so much better. So look around, ensure that the things that you're doing are supporting your bigger, larger goals instead of holding you back and setting you up for self-sabotage or failure. Last thing I want to say about this is I never want to promote toxic positivity, which is why I always talk about the 50-50 of life, really embracing the shitty because it sounds so counterintuitive. If I really am like, yeah, it's okay to have a really shitty day, I'm actually going to feel a lot better about that shitty day than if I were to be like, no, everything needs to be good and perfect and everything needs to be fine. I'm going to feel a lot better about the shitty day if I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I can do that. That's fine. I can cry. I love crying. I can be mad. Being angry is great. But these emotions don't mean anything. They don't have to have as much weight as I'm giving them. So when I just allow them and embrace them and ride them out, I actually feel a lot better. (laughs) So a lot of joy comes from that, which is so funny. It's so counterintuitive. But Again, I'm not trying to promote do all these things and your life's going to be perfect. Do all these things and you're going to achieve everything. You're going to be so, so happy. No, like you're going to, you're going to blow your mind with what you're capable of 
you're going to become such a dynamic, powerful, resilient, strong, beautiful, gorgeous human that you already are. You're still going to have real hard days. You're still going to have fear. You're still going to have doubt. You're going to have everything that you have now. But you won't be in places and spaces and with people and in mindsets that just deteriorate your soul. Ways to really set up your cocoon of safety and love and trust and support is routine. Shocker. It doesn't need to be the same thing that you do every single day, all day, but it's ensuring that you sleep well, you eat well, you think well, you have time by yourself to actually hear yourself thinking and reflect and process. You surround yourself with good people. Your activities and the things that you do in your life are fulfilling and they don't necessarily need to be productive. I actually really am not for that. Everything you do in your life doesn't need to be to become something or have to be a strategy in a bigger goal. It can just be because it's really freaking fun, like going to a water park. I really want to go to a water park this summer. But things like that, you're just like, you know what? I freaking love those things. It's a great time. They have Dippin' Dots there. Yeah, I want that. So ensuring that you're having fun, you're enjoying life, and the cocoon is like all the things that nurture your soul, your well-being for the days that are that are harder. It doesn't need to look like what it looks like on Instagram. Self-care doesn't need to be expensive. It doesn't need to be lavish. It can be taking a cup of coffee that you drink every day and putting it in a mug that makes you laugh. <laughs> this is something really ridiculous. It can be in a mug from someone that is really special to you or a mug that you made. But it's just making everyday life things beautiful, so special. And all it is, is changing your mindset around it and romanticizing every little moment along the way that is peaceful and calm and impactful and resonates with the words that you're striving to embody or values that you want to focus on. And so that is really, again, going to enhance the joy as well. So romanticize the small little things, car rides with your friends where you're singing at the top of your lungs, Moments where you do something really well at work and just having like an inner dance party, you know, those little moments of wins and romanticizing and just making life being like, oh, this is so cool, so gorgeous, so awesome. Like you're a little kid or you're like a dog. You're just excited about everything. All right. Lots of contradicting thoughts in here, but I hope you understand where I'm coming from with it and I hope it makes sense. But joy and happiness doesn't have to be the end-all be-all. You can pick other words every single day that will bring you even more joy and happiness and fulfillment. You don't need more money. You don't need more people. You don't need more things to feel really freaking good. You don't have to win today. You don't have to win tomorrow. You don't have to win next week to feel really, really good. So focus on the things that make your heart, soul, mental, emotional, physical well-being at a level that is supportive and nurturing so that when you go forward, when you are hit with challenges, when life is hard as hell, you have that to hold you up and nourish you so you can keep going and make that choice to always keep going. Appreciate the small moments, the quiet, the birds. I talk about the birds a lot. Anyways, squirrel. 
I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I love you so much. Focus on a word that makes you feel really good. And my word today is community. I'm really grateful for this community. You all rock my world. I will talk to you next time on Mind Your Confidence. Bye.